Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Okay, so we're starting. Yeah, Hi. I know. Hi. Hello. I pushed the button. I know, and <laughs> we were just arguing that you make me start all the time, and that's why I get a little frazzled. Well, I, I don't intentionally make you start. You always start. You do. <laughs> but okay, let's, let's start with you today. Okay. <laughs> Waiting. What would you like? Okay. What's what's the intro? You want me See, to do the intro? You ask me questions. <laughs> See, you direct it back to me. Wowzer. Wowzer, okay. y'all. Well, evidently we have defined <laughs> uh, responsibilities with this podcast that we never knew. Yeah, and you know, you just... Well, we're in a different room and today, and so I'm pushing the button. See, you feel out of control, Naomi, because you didn't get to push the button. <laughs> no, I'm so, <laughs> so fine with not hitting the button. Here, let me probably still would not for a be. moment. Okay. <laughs> really? We're going to go there. <laughs> we're going to go there. Oh, my. Well. Yeah. Here we are. Another Maybe day. this is a good intro into anger. Yeah, it is. It's a great intro into anger. <laughs> <laughs> because, um. I like to read the verse of the day on you version, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't discover it until uh, this year. Funny, <laughs> I've been the verse of the day that you can do open story, like you on the very first part of um, the homepage when it gives you the verse of the day, it will tell you um, open story. It says, "Good morning, Naomi." Oh, open wow. story and you do that and it gives you actually it's not starting where I want it to start um, it'll go through like a little Instagram story and huh. talks about the verse of the day so it'll go into like some questions and then there'll be a one or two minute um, like a little talk I guess from someone that's a pastor or a motivational speaker and then it goes into um, a devotional and then a prayer all about the verse of the day. So anyways, the verse nice. of the day is Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. So let's flip there and read that because I feel like the world is just angry, don't you think? The world is definitely angry. You know, we got... You've got the world divided. Yeah, sideswiped with COVID and then what is this and then... It totally rocked everybody's world, making election. people angry. Yeah, and the election was all divided, like you said. Yeah. And now I, I I don't really watch the news a lot. Um, I do have like um, is it CBN Christian? Yeah, broadcast network. network. Yeah. Uh huh. So I'll get little clips on that, and you see how the border is just chaotic. 
right now oh, with people trying to come in and, and no one's succeeding. there to stop them because they stopped building the wall and there's no big type security there. No. No, people are throwing ropes over the wall yeah. and climbing to the other side. Wow. Yeah. Wow, what is going to happen? You know, I've said this like a million times that the Bible talks about borders from beginning to end. Mm. You know, we were yeah. just, we were talking about Nehemiah. Well, guess what? Yeah. Nehemiah was a building a wall. Yeah, exactly. They built walls. They did that so yeah. that people, you know, bad people wouldn't get in. Yeah, good point. You know? All in this I didn't Bible. Even put that together with that. Yeah, it's all in this Bible. Yes. There's a reason why they built walls. Right. It wasn't to be ignorant. Yeah. No, they were. It, it, it was to keep people safe and secure. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like everybody on the other side is evil, but there is some. Um, and we, we are a nation that has, or a country that has order we're not like other countries that are yeah. dictatorships or right socialism although it's going that direction yeah unfortunately right mm-hmm so there's a reason, reason why we needed to have a and people who are listening they may disagree but I just go back to the Bible go read your Bible mm -hmm. there's a lot of borders in in this Bible the Lord yeah. had borders for a reason to keep order. Yeah. Right. That's why he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh -huh. And, you know, he, he God knew COVID was going to hit. Mm -hmm. Like, nothing took him by surprise. And honestly, if we're Christ followers, things like that shouldn't take us by surprise. Because God gave us yeah. warnings in yeah. this. Yes. He gave us warnings. To keep our eyes open to the signs mm -hmm. of the last days and what's to come. Mm -hmm. And you know, there could be some people out there saying, eh, last days, whatever you want. People have been talking about the last days for, you know, the last 50 years. Well, if we're believers in Jesus Christ, we need to be hoping for His return. Yeah. Every day. Mm -hmm. Like that should be, you know, the forefront of our mind. But, right. You know, and, and I know that when we talk about borders, that it makes some people upset to have, to have some, to have that, you know, they think it, think of it as a restriction. It makes them angry. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. you know, we're, there's things in this life that, you know, we're called to. We're called to listen to authority and respect authority. Right. As long as it doesn't go against God's word. Correct. Yeah, and God is of order. Mm hmm He's not of confusion. No. And disarray and. People climbing over the border, hundreds, thousands. Yeah, that's not that's good. confusion. Yeah, that's disarray. That is right. not order. Right. You know, we're very fortunate that when we are born into this country, we are a natural-born citizen, mm -hmm. and 
I think maybe we take that for granted mm -hmm. because you look at these, you know, people who were not born into this country and what they, you know, what they live in. You know, mm -hmm. they're angry because they want opportunity and they don't get opportunity. It's not to say that they can't come into this country and and not, you know, that they can't get the same opportunities. They can, mm -hmm. but if, you know, if you're not born into the country, you have to abide by the rules on how to get into the country. Right, right. Because the problem is drugs and human trafficking. Yeah. So, gosh, there's a lot with that. Yeah. But people are angry. Mm-hmm. They absolutely are. People in the United States are angry. Yeah. Oh. Households are angry. Right. Employers are angry. People are angry. The youth are angry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, sports have been and their extracurricular activities are not the same, school's not the same, now their future even looks more uncertain. Yeah. Um, boy, we, that's just, you know, it's just more proof that you don't put your trust in anyone or thing. Right, I, right? Just, I just had, I just said this in a session that we have got to trust the Lord. We shouldn't. We shouldn't have fear. And I think, yeah. you know, anger, anger comes out of fear too. You know, you get angry because you can't get what you want, and maybe that that starts fear within you mm -hmm. that you're afraid you won't have enough of. Yeah. Enough of income. Enough of food. And so, you know, people get angry. Right. But, you know, the Bible also says that we should not, we should not live in fear. Yeah. You know, God is our provider. Do we believe that? Do we trust that he is going to provide? Right. I exactly. never take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, and my husband and I, we've always said, we don't take a paycheck for granted. Right. We rely on the Lord for provision. And when you change your total outlook of it and view of it, that everything is from the Lord, you become more thankful and not take it for granted because yeah. it's not ours in the first place. It isn't, and it could be taken away in a blink of an eye yeah you know that's what i was telling a, a client is that you know we don't take our paycheck for granted right our house our home no or where we nothing. live even like what you're talking about with the people trying to come over we sh we shouldn't take for granted where we do live um and the safety that we have yeah. the food that we get mm -hmm. the heat or or cooling that we uh, that we have in our homes, right, or in our offices, nothing should be taken for granted. All yeah. this can be gone in a blink of an eye. Yeah, and I think that's where the Lord calls us to be a good steward of all that He provides for. Right. Yeah, because He provided it all. 
being a good steward shows him your gratitude and that you give the glory to him that it was none of it was none of us well and that's where us. i think we have to we have to be good stewards of the provision and we are called to honor him with it and to help people yeah because people are watching you know i listened to a sermon this morning it was carter conlin mm. and uh He's so passionate when he preaches. I love it. I love him. And it was really good because he was talking about how he went to a food bank that was just opening, I believe it might have been in Pennsylvania area where he is, and it's huge one. And they're going to help provide for thousands and thousands of people. And this lady just off the street in her mid-30s, he said, walked in and said, what are you guys doing here? Like, you know, what what's going on? And this couple said, oh, we're making a food bank to help feed, you know, people in the community. Oh, and she's like, you doing this out of the goodness of your heart? Wow. And, she, and they said, oh, no, we're doing this because we follow Christ. And Christ has called us to. So they gave instantly mm. all the glory to Christ. Yeah. And she just, she responded with, well, I want that too. I want to be like that too. Wow. And they ended up you know, praying with her mm -hmm. and uh, leading her to Christ. And she said that she went home and in the quiet of her home, just really poured out her heart. She was mm. just instantly filled with the Holy Spirit and it totally oh, changed her life. Oh, that's awesome. But it, it was because of what she saw in other people. Mm -hmm. Like we have to be the light. That's what that means, being the light of the world. So if we're someone, we need to reflect within ourselves. If we're someone that's full of anger, are we reflecting the light of the world? No. No. We're reflecting the darkness of the world. Right. You know? And we're supposed to and be called to be set apart. Yes. So if you struggle with anger or what you call like a short fuse, mm -hmm. you know, people say that or mm -hmm. um, that instantly you're offended and you, yeah. you go from... yeah completely fine to totally outrageously angry and full if you're, of that. Yeah, if you're on that anger scale of one to 10, 10 being like you're just rage, full of rage, if, you know, you gotta check yourself with that. Right, <clears throat> absolutely. Um, so the verse of the day, let's read that and then I'll kind of highlight some points of what came across to me this morning. What's the scripture again? It's Ephesians 4, uh, 31 and 32. Okay. It says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, clamor means strong protest, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And malice means ill will or mm -hmm. someone that desires evil. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Mm. Um, so any any element of anger, it says all, and you can see bitterness is marked there first. And I've always told you know and taught clients that an offense is what turns into anger and bitterness mm -hmm. and resentment and unforgiveness, and it's all kind of wrapped up in these scriptures that. Um, we can't hold on to bitterness. We can't hold on to any wrath or anger. Mm -mm. You know, we can't have this strong protest or clamor, meaning like we're always right, it's our way or no way. Um, kind of being 
demanding mm-hmm. to a point of demeaning mm-hmm. other people's opinions or thoughts and evil speaking you know that could be like where you're speaking evil of others gossip can be in that category yeah. speaking ill of other people um, and just that desire it says and put away from you with all malice just put away all desire of wanting to be not that you want to but that you allow your emotions to take over you right because what have we what have we said about emotions and feelings we can control those you have control over them it's a choice right it's a choice and and you know feelings aren't always the truth right Right. yeah your emotions they can deceive you yes like it says your heart can deceive you yeah Uh uh-huh so I mean, even if you look, did you read verse 30? I know you read 31 and 32, but verse 30 says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, yeah. by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So, you know, and then it goes into saying that we shouldn't have bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor. Mm-hmm. If we do, we're grieving the Holy Spirit. Right. And if he's if he's grieved, then he's not going to operate. Right. Right. And just look how those emotions affect your relationships around you with your spouse, your kids, even in your workplace, Mm -hmm. if you're full of anger. Yeah. Um, And I liked the um, devotional for the day because it really brought up some good questions um, to think about. And it says, how was anger expressed when you were a child? Mm. Did pressure build up until there was an emotional explosion, leaving a blast radius of tears and fears when it was over? Mm -hmm. Has your childhood experience with anger continued to shape how you approach and respond to anger now? For each person, anger shows up in different ways, but mounting pressure and uncertainty can trigger even the most patient person. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, God has answers in transforming power for our short-fused humanity. God wrote some of those answers through the book of James, who is the half-brother of Jesus. Yes. James not only gives a blueprint for dealing with a short fuse by being slow to speak and slow to become angry, but he also gives a deeper understanding of the issue. Human anger without God produces nothing good. Anger is a powerful God-given emotion that must be kept in check. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with the daily pressures that add up to angry outbursts? James challenges you to the daily discipline of removing anything that isn't of God and accepting the words God wants to plant in you. It's a worthy challenge to depressure your life by saying no to sin and yes to his truth for you. When you walk that out daily, the fuse starts to change and the pressure doesn't just fill up inside until there's an unavoidable explosion. When pressure triggers our anger, God invites us into the righteous life he truly desires. Well, and I think that's so important because right there it's telling us we have a choice to either react or respond. Mm -hmm. And I I had to learn that because I grew up in a household that was angry about everything. Mm -hmm. 
everything was yelled about. Mm. Even what do you want for dinner? It was yelled about. Wow. And so, I mean, that's like such a horrible way of communicating. Yeah. You know, and and I've had to I've had to learn about anger and and take because if if you grow up in that mm-hmm. and you see what that is, that becomes your norm. Right. You feel like there's no other way to be heard than to be angry about everything. Right. On the face of the earth. And you think it's a normal way of talking then. Yeah, and it's wrong. Yeah. It's completely wrong. You know, I I've worked with the Lord on that because that that was a learned behavior that I I hated. Mhm. I hated that I was taught that. Yeah. You know? Mhm. And so but you can change that with like what we read in Ephesians with the Holy Spirit. And yeah. That, and ask for that. It's a choice. Yes. Ask for God to come in and, and correct that mm-hmm. um, to renew your mind. It's yeah. kind of like going back to Nehemiah. You have to back off. That's the yeah. first step. Yeah, right. So right. when you are angry, you need to back off, uh-huh. consult the Lord, calm uh-huh. your emotions. Uh-huh. And, you know, you even need to ask yourself, why am I getting angry? Because sometimes it may come out as angry, and I know we've talked about this as counselors, it could be that you're frustrated, you're fearful. actually sad. Yeah, you're sad, you're feel fearful yeah. of something. You're lonely, you're frustrated, Yeah. you're um, you know, having some other deep-rooted emotion that's coming out as angry or anger. Something's triggering uh-huh. it. You yeah, know? so you do need that moment to, like Nehemiah taught, to, to back off. Uh-huh and process your emotions mm-hmm. and don't react in that because then you have a bigger mess, right? If you act out in Way anger, big. Yeah. And just look how you look. Just be the one on the outside like looking at yourself. It's pro- it's not pretty at all. It, it kind of makes you look foolish. It does. I mean, and I'm speaking to myself too when I <laughs> had outbursts. Then you have to go back and say sorry. It's just not good. No. It's not good at all. It's ugly, and you're not being the light of the world for for Christ. Yeah. If you're walking with Christ, that's something that you have to work on getting rid of. Mm -hmm. Anger is a garment you don't want to wear. Right. You know? Right. And it can, it can, you can change that. You absolutely can with God's help. You can totally be able to control your emotions. And, you know, I guess starting in last year, you know, the scripture where you, you know, take no offense has really mm-hmm. been on my heart. So where mm-hmm. I have that in the forefront of my mind now, mm-hmm. um, because that scripture just spoke to me that yeah. I don't even want to be offended. So yeah, I, I will nip it in the bud right then, and it just takes practice. So it's mm-hmm. not like I'm 100% cured of that, no. But if you have that in the forefront of your mind, like do not take offense till the day of Christ, then you don't have to allow that to turn into anger and bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment and all those ugly things that come with anger. I was going to say something because you said something that I was thinking of. Um, gosh, what was it? About offense? 
Well, I know Philippians 1 9, it yeah. says. It's my favorite. Mm hmm. In this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you know, we had to figure out like, when we get anger, is why why is that? Like why has somebody angered us? Is it triggering like old junk? Is mm -hmm. it bringing us back to a place that was so horrible or what what is that? Yeah. Anger is not the light. Mm -hmm. Anger comes from the darkness. Right. So we have a choice. Do we want to mm -hmm. live in the light or live in the dark? Do we want to live in Christ or live with the enemy? Yeah. You're either a child of God or mm -hmm. a child of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm Yeah. You've got to ask those questions for sure. We all goof up. Yeah. We all goof up. Um, so just do like, you know, what we first talked about. Reflect on how was anger in your home, in your upbringing, and am I carrying any of those traits and behaviors with me yeah. that I'm teaching my family without being aware, and just make it a new day and say, I'm going to put this on the forefront of my mind to work on this. Not to, to take offense. Yes, not take offense, control my emotions, back off, you know, like, even if it's something, like I noticed, I'll be honest, like, I haven't said the SH word in a long time. Uh -huh. And the other day, I like said it twice in a day, but I caught myself right away. I'm like, why didn't I just say shoot? Or yeah. darn yeah. it. And I let that other word come out. And then I was getting mad at myself. I'm like, okay, no, I just need to repent. Say, you know, yeah. sorry, Lord. Yeah. I didn't mean to use that foul <coughs> word. I don't know where it came from because. Right. But see how it can just creep up? Yes. Like you hadn't, I hadn't said that in I don't know how long and then it just came out. And I'm like, where did that come where from? Did <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what? Right. That's ugly. Oh. I know. And I was so mad at myself. But, you know, you got to give it to the Lord and mm -hmm. do better tell next you're so time. sorry. And <laughs> I should have said, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's so funny. I know. I was so mad at myself, but it's just you know that stuff can just creep up. Yeah, it's the you uglies. Know? Yeah, it the is, uglies. You think you're, you think you've conquered it, and then <laughs> the enemy <laughs> likes up. to mess with you that yeah, way. Yeah, he's evil. I know. He's evil, but we're already victorious. Yes, we are. Uh huh. Hey, while you're saying victorious, let's just go. Let's just go to <coughs> Revelation, mm. victory over Satan. We had talked about this in Bible study, and it's um, Revelation 12, 11. Let me just read something out of, uh, out of the Bible that myself and Naomi has. It says, um, how do we overcome Satan? Obviously, he is alive and active today. Not only is... He active in the overt, 
activities of persecuting and killing Christians throughout the world, but the enemy is also active with insidious efforts to divide believers, to plant doubts in our thoughts and fear in our emotions. If we focus on the enemy in our efforts to resist him, we become his victims because we've allowed our attention to be misplaced. Rather than falling into this focused trap, in this verse, we read the three essentials that position us to live in constant victory over Satan. Hmm. Um, verse 12, 11, let me just back up, says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. So what it's saying is that... Um, we have to apply Jesus's blood in our prayers by faith. We have to have faith. Mm -hmm. um, keeping our testimony of Jesus's work in our lives, in our conversations. We need to tell yeah. people what Christ has done for us. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. and it could be the smallest thing. Right. It doesn't have to be the biggest thing. Right. And then the third thing is loving Jesus even more than we love our physical lives. Right. Right. And he's so faithful because we were down to the last hour, like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and uh, this morning, you know, I did the verse of the day. And then um, I have this book called The Power of a Praying Wife. And I don't even know if I shared it with my husband that I I pray this for him. He's going to know now. But mm -hmm. um, it's a really, really, really good book Yeah, um, because it has different areas of your husband's life um, that you should be praying for. And mm -hmm. so instead of having a repetitive prayer, Lord, keep them right, safe. You know right, 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 yeah. Um, draw them closer to you. Keep them safe. Keep them protected. Um, she goes through so many different areas, like his mind. You pray over mm -hmm. his mind, his purpose, his health, his yeah. trials. And so I um, don't read one every single day, um, but it's one of these books that I'll probably keep throughout the years and I pick up and pray yeah. over and over again. Yeah, start, start because the prayers are one. so good. Yeah, and this one happened to be on anger, mm. his emotions. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, so that's why I kind of had a nudge and then when you prayed, yeah. you were actually randomly telling me that that was coming up in counseling. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, yeah. Lord, thank you for being faithful and right. sharing with us right. that we should talk about anger. But I'm going to read this last um, paragraph in here because it's. Um, I think it'll touch a lot of people. It says, Anger and depression are but two of the many negative emotions that can torment a man's soul. Often they are only a habitual way of thinking that has been given place over time. Men tend to believe it's part of their character mm. and can't be altered, but these patterns, patterns can be broken. Don't stand by and watch your husband be manipulated by his emotions. Freedom, freedom may be just a prayer away. And it talks about how powerful prayer is for um, mm. praying. And they gave a couple of examples, like this one um, gentleman who was tormented by chronic depression. And it was affecting the wife to where she was catching on to negative emotions that brought her down, mm. obviously, because her husband was down. And she was starting to feel hopeless. And then she... Um, just committed to praying for him and found that he was from the first day starting to feel uplifted and mm. um, just in prayer like we yeah. think prayer is oh 
not a big deal, but it's so powerful. It is powerful. It's the most powerful thing we can do and the simplest thing we can do. Mm -hmm. And we don't all think to do that. That's right. So if you are listening to this and there's someone in your household that really struggles with anger or even depression, make that a prayer yeah, for them. You have see to. See how God will work in their life and totally uh, transform that and release them from that crippling emotion of depression right. or anger. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's good. Well, listen, Nay, I'm just going to take the reins here, you know, because you kind of kind of had a little got problem. A little, got a little angry with having to be got the little, one first all the time. Right, got a little <laughs> angry. So I'm going to say that uh, we need to we need to say goodbye for now. Okay. But uh, we'll come back next week. Sounds good. All right. Have all a right. good day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.